Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Stock Market Today. It's Ali Corman, Ken Shreve here with a breakdown of the action in today's session, Thursday, August 24th. And it was a disappointing day, almost right from the opening seconds, Ken. We had a strong gap up. There seemed to be a lot of positivity around NVIDIA's earnings report, but that excitement quickly faded. And what ended up being an outside day to the downside uh, may seem like the bears are trying to get control back again of this market. Yeah, well, I mean, we've made it pretty clear it is a market that's been under some uh, some distribution. That's why we uh, put the market in a correction. So uh, we'll talk about what the market did in a second. It's getting more difficult to find uh, some decent looking stocks out there. I have to stay in the uh, oil and gas sector because that's still where we're seeing kind of underlying strength in the market. First, I want to take a look at Uber. U-B-E-R, which is uh, still showing uncanny strength in this market. And then uh, two names in the oil and gas uh, space, SLB, formerly known as Schlumberger, and uh, Weatherford International, WFRD. Great. Well, we'll take a closer look at those stocks after we check in on the major indexes. The NASDAQ today down 1.9% by the close, followed by the S&P 500 down 1.4% today. The Russell off 1.2% and the Dow down 1.1%. But Ken, credit to you laying out this uh, potential scenario in yesterday's show that we could get a strong gap up open and a reversal. And that is what we got. And it seems like almost like clockwork uh, with this potential short setup unfolding with the weak volume rally right into a key moving average and then getting rejected there. Yeah. And we noted uh, a lot of these higher volume declines uh, in the NASDAQ since basically since early August. So we we kind of recognized uh, the, the the early signs of uh, distribution in this uh, index. And uh, again, there were a lot of different scenarios, uh, a lot mm-hmm. of different things that could have uh, happened today. NVIDIA's numbers were certainly blowout. Uh, not a surprise that they far exceeded expectations, but I think their guidance was uh, quite a surprise because yeah. it was very similar to guidance three months ago where they significantly raised their uh, revenue guidance. But, uh, you know, this was a classic uh, sell the news uh, scenario for uh, NVIDIA. Had a nice early pop uh, for the NASDAQ, just like uh, just like NVIDIA, but the NASDAQ uh, only just went a few points above its 50-day moving average and got, uh, and got turned away and... Um, yeah, so you can see that this is uh, a resistance level uh, to, to watch here and mm-hmm. uh, higher volume decline uh, today that comes after three, you know, lower volume gains in a, in a row. So this whole supply demand uh, dynamic that we're seeing in the NASDAQ is just still still pointing to an index under some distribution here. Right. So it's important to curb our enthusiasm in the current market. But what about curbing the bearishness, too? I mean, one unpredictable, potentially wild card could be tomorrow with comments from Fed Chair Powell in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. He could he could say something that the that the market really likes or uh, maybe this trend lower continues. Well, you know, I have a hard time thinking he's going to say anything different than what we've heard in the in the minutes and what we've heard in some, uh, you know, some policy statements in the in the press conferences that have followed recent uh, Fed meetings. So they're kind of in a wait and see mode uh, right now. I mean, they're they're dealing with a very strong labor market, very low unemployment, but they're also dealing with, you know, 
stubbornly high uh, inflation. So uh, that has the market uh, debating if, if there's going to be another rate hike uh, before the uh, end of the year. The market right now still isn't expecting the Fed to do anything in September. And as uh, they think there's a 60% chance or so that they're uh, not going to do anything in uh, November as well. So uh, we'll have to see. So he, you know, the market's going to interpret what he says uh, tomorrow, uh, the way it's going to interpret it. Hard to see him being uh, too hawkish, hard to yeah. see him being too uh, dovish at this right. point. So uh, we shall see. Yeah, most likely more of the same, but we'll see what the market uh, latches on to in his speech come tomorrow. But in terms of managing exposure, hopefully investors in the pullback have been lightening up and haven't punched the gas too hard just yet because we're in a rally attempt. We have not seen a follow through day yet. Uh, yeah, so the rally attempt is uh, still intact as long as that low from uh, last week on uh, the NASDAQ uh, holds. So uh, today is the fifth day uh, of a rally attempt. Uh, you know, we could get a sign of strength by the NASDAQ, uh, you know, in, in coming days. Uh, we'll just we'll just have to see. But uh, certainly, you know, the response to NVIDIA's uh, earnings report and, and the bearish uh, reversal in, in all the indexes just uh, reminds us that we're still in a correction. Uh, we have to be open to the possibility again of a, of a market rally uh, tomorrow uh, based on what, uh, you know, Jerome Powell says, uh, or we, we just could see an extension of the, uh, of the selling. But, uh, you know, the technical picture of the market uh, after today is, uh, you know, is pretty weak. Yeah, it is. All right. Well, we'll see what tomorrow brings. Let's also touch on the other major indexes. Here's a look at the S&P 500 also getting rejected at its converged 50-day and 21-day moving averages. Here's the Dow. It's below its 50-day and then big outside day downside reversal here as well with a rejection right at that 50-day line. Here's a look at the Russell 2000 trying to hold above its 200-day line, still well below the 21-day and the 50-day line, Ken. And now let's take a look at the dollar. Your thoughts on what we're seeing. That's another move up here for the dollar that looks pretty notable. Yeah, I mean, to see UUP up close to eight-tenths of a percent, I mean, that's a pretty notable move. Uh, you know, the stock market got some relief uh, yesterday with that drop in bond yields and the drop in the dollar, but it was uh, short-lived. And so you still see this U U.S. dollar in a, in a strong uh, uptrend, and that's uh, typically not a good recipe for gains uh, in the indexes. Uh, you know, market tends to like a, a weaker dollar. So, uh, you know, it still has a strong dollar working against it, and uh, bond yields didn't soar today. They, they, they fell pretty hard on, on Wednesday, but they, they firmed up, and they were up a few, you know, a few basis points today. So rising yields, uh, strong dollar, still still a headwind uh, for the market here. No doubt. Let's take a look at XLE. Uh, sector to watch right now looks like a pretty orderly pullback still right around this 21-day line. Support there in yesterday's session, Wednesday, today closing slightly below that level, but still holding above Wednesday's low. 
Yeah, it is. And there wasn't uh, wasn't a lot of volume in the ETF uh, today, kind of a, a lower volume uh, decline here. But when you look at that move over the $80 level for uh, for XLE, it did it did so with uh, several, you know, uh, above average volume uh, price gains, several higher volume gains that that helps uh, the accumulation distribution rating of B. So still to me, it looks like an ETF that's under some uh, accumulation. Uh, four days of uh, declines, the, the volume has been uh, pretty, pretty low here. So uh, we'll see if this can, can hold support. But, you know, again, still seeing a lot of underlying strength in uh, many different oil and gas names in this market. Yeah. And two of which we'll be taking a look at shortly. But first, let's check in on Uber. We're seeing all of these shorter term moving averages converging together, the 10 day, the 21 day, the 50 day, and some really nice tight action it looks like here, Ken. Yeah, I mean, we're not seeing a, a huge bounce off of this uh, key support level here, the 50-day uh, moving average. Uh, but we are, like you said, you know, seeing uh, tight trading here amid a, a volume uh, dry up. So you look back over the past two two weeks or so, uh, volume has uh, really dried up in, in Uber, and it's a, a stock. It's probably our, our our heaviest weighted stock in the leaderboard uh, model uh, portfolio. So it's about 10, a little over 10, 10 and a half percent weighting. Uh, we're going to just wait and see what the test of the 10-week line uh, looks like here. Uh, you know, we'll see what the market does uh, tomorrow. You can see it's uh, still kind of testing the line, but back to the daily chart, I uh, do like the fact that it's uh, really been stubborn about giving up a support here. We've seen so many stocks uh, violate their their 50-day lines, but uh, Uber is still uh, still making a good case for support here. Right. And the reason why it's such a big holding in leaderboard is because we have a nice gain on it. Yeah, uh, picked it up uh, on that uh, that breakout over that thirty seven dollar uh, level, and uh, it was a you know it was a well well timed uh, well timed buy, and it's been a nice uh, performer since uh, since that breakout. So, ideally, we can kind of sit tight here and wait uh, wait for a, a base uh, to take shape. But if it were to really seriously violate uh, some of these uh, recent lows, and uh, you know maybe head head towards that forty level, uh, I'm not saying it's going to happen. But if if that scenario would play out, we would probably consider trimming the position a little bit, but it's still uh, fighting a good fight here. Okay. Now let's take a look at SLB in the field services group. Reversed higher in Wednesday's session, backed off a little bit today, but it looks like it finally is forming more of a handle, even though pattern recognition outlines a handful of days between the end of July and early August as a handle. There really wasn't that much of a shakeout. Now, Ken, it looks like maybe we're getting a little bit more of a shakeout and uh, an actual test of that 10-week, which, you know, seems like a good development. Yeah, no, I think so. And uh, yeah, you're exactly right. I, I think that, uh, first of all, the handle that formed on the, on the daily chart, anytime a stock forms a handle, it's sort of the, the area where the last remaining sellers kind of exit a stock before a possible breakout. There really wasn't much of a shakeout in this, uh, in this handle when that uh, in, in the handle when the initial uh, pattern formed, you can see it bumped up against uh, 60, hit a high of 60.12, but there really wasn't much of a shakeout. This time around, though, over the past couple of weeks, you're, you're definitely seeing uh, a little more sellers exiting the stock, still in pretty light, light volume here. So right. I would say the technical uh, pattern still shapes up here. It still looks good. Back to the uh, the weekly chart here, um, you know, to, to see it still 
uh, holding uh, the 10-week line is a positive. So tomorrow, let's see if we can get a close, a weekly close, kind of in the middle, uh, maybe upper half of the range. Uh, Schlumberger was looking good most of the day. Got pulled down late with uh, with the late selling in the broad market, but uh, the pattern is still intact here. It is. Let's also take a look at WFRD in the machinery equipment subgroup of the oil and gas sector holding tight near highs above the 80 price level after a really nice run from 58 to 88 in a pretty quick clip. Yeah. So uh, I think, you know, yesterday we talked about oil and gas stocks and it just seems like this is uh, this is where money in the market is uh, is is still flowing here. So Weatherford, a much smaller company than uh, uh, SLB, uh, SLB is a kind of field services. Uh, Weatherford is uh, machinery equipment, like you said, but uh, kind of a mid cap stock here. I think the market cap is maybe just a little north of, uh, of six, uh, six billion. But to see this stock and and the accumulation again, as it brings broke out of this uh, consolidation and to see it just kind of holding up here, uh, trading tightly near highs is just another way a stock shows uh, strength and support uh, in a, in a weak, uh, weak market. So uh, this will continue to mo- most likely continue to move sideways. And uh, if selling eventually, you know, finds its way into the oil and gas space, maybe uh, we'll get a test of the, uh, the 50 day moving average, that red line. And on the, the weekly chart, um, you know, a test of the, uh, the, the the 10-week moving average. But I think it's a good one for the uh, watch list. Uh, a fast grower has got a lot of uh, a lot of the fundamentals that we uh, like like to see. That's why it has that composite rating, the highest possible of 99. So, um, you know, another, another good name in the energy space to keep an eye on here. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Ken. And thanks, everyone, for tuning in. We will be back with more tomorrow morning on IBD Live, and we hope you join us, investors.com slash IBD Live for all the details there. We will see you then, and we'll also see you right back here tomorrow at the close. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.